This is the Dancepreneuring Studio podcast, session number 117. Shut up and dance. Hello and welcome to session number 117 of the Dancepreneuring Studio. I feel so happy to be here with you today amidst a very difficult week. And my name is Annette Bone, and the Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business. I get the joy and the privilege of sharing my journey back into the dance world, the transformation I've experienced, the wonderful creatives I've met along the way who also share their stories, their ideas, strategies, and tactics to help move your life and your business forward. Coming up in our Step to Success segment, HALT. In our Dancer's Dialect segment, Dancing in the Air. In our Freestyle Flow segment, Why Am I Holding On? And in our feature presentation, Shut Up and Dance, my review of the Shut Up and Dance production. It was a hip-hop dance festival at the Bootleg Theater in Los Angeles, and I'm excited to share my review on this awesome production. Here we go. Hi, this is Amy Catfox Campion, Artistic Director of Antics, Down with Barnyard Cannibals, otherwise known as Professora Haposa with Capoeira Batuki. You are listening to another session of the Dancepreneuring Studio with Annette Bone. It's profitable to be skillful and wise. Welcome to this week's Step to Success. A step to your success is anything that moves your life and your business forward. Whether it's an app, a book, or an idea, you can apply something today that will help you succeed. Today's step is a very simple tool that you can use when you are faced with a major decision. And that is you want to halt. You want to halt before making any major decision. And what halt means is that you do not make major decisions when you are hungry, angry, lonely, or emotional or tired. Identify if you are in one of these states and halt before making any major decisions. And now, Life and Business Connect with the Dancer's Dialect. The Dancer's Dialect is the dancer's language. I share dance terminology and concepts across different genres so you can see the correlations in your life and in your business. I thought it was appropriate to share a hip-hop dance step since I'm reviewing a hip-hop dance festival, and this step is called floating, and floating is a set of movements that gives the impression that the dancer is dancing in the air. Its three basic moves are the float, gliding, and sliding, and all three moves are focused on creating this illusion that the dancer has no friction between his or her shoes and the floor. And I've linked a video in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 117 of a talented actor and dancer by the name of Robert Hoffman, who also happens to be in one of my favorite hip hop movies called You Got Served. I also got the chance to interview the other main actor in this movie by the name of Chris Jones, who when I did the interview. I was so excited and so looking forward to it. It was towards the beginning of when I started the podcast. So I will link his interview as well in the show notes. That was very exciting for me. And I love the way that Robert breaks down the glide, which you'll, you, you'll see Michael Jackson do it in his performances. He does it so 
effortless, effortless. <laughs> this is this word that I don't get, effortlessly. Okay, effortlessly. And I love what Robert said about it's like riding a bicycle. It's muscle memory. So you practice and you practice and you practice it. And he breaks it down really well. And he said, it's in your body and you don't forget it. I love that. He talked about that. It got me thinking about <laughs> this thing that has come up with some of my dance and yoga teachers where they emphasize the balance between effort and ease. And for me, that's been something I've been working on for quite a while. I've had a number of teachers tell me, you need to stop muscling your way through certain things. And so sometimes strength is not always <laughs> the best thing. So that that delicate balance between effort and ease. And again, I love the way that Robert explained that. He made it, of course, look so effortless, right? But it does take work. It takes practice. Yet, once you get in your body, your body remembers and you can do it with ease. So check out the video and see in your life and your business where you can assess the balance between effort and ease. And now anything goes with Freestyle Flow. What's on your mind today, Annette? These tattered green towels that I've held onto since my college days. Back then, this store called Mervyn's, and I don't know if it was just Southern California or if it was nationwide, but I bought these towels for college living. I was living in the dorms at that time. And I was looking at them the other day thinking, you know, I've had these towels for a very long time. And why do I still have them? They're kind of tattered. I still use them, obviously. But why am I holding on to them? I don't know. I kept looking at them thinking, I don't know why I'm holding on to them. And then I thought, what are the things am I holding on to that I don't know why I'm holding on to them? Anyway, this is the first time I thought I thought about this as I was looking at those towels and I don't know <laughs> why. I just thought it was kind of funny, but there might be things that you're holding on to for just memory's sake, because if you have pleasant memories of a certain time, of course, you're going to hold on to different mementos and trinkets and that kind of thing. And that's not a bad thing. I just couldn't figure out why am I holding on to these towels. <laughs> Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. 10 performances, 10 perspectives, all around hip-hop dance. That's what I got to see at the Shut Up and Dance production at the Bootleg Theater in Los Angeles on March 31st. I want to thank Licia Perea, who is the director of dance for the Bootleg Theater, for this opportunity to watch these awesome performances, as well as cover these. And I loved meeting her after the show. She was energetic. She's lovely. She's kind. I loved her enthusiasm. And I want to give a plug for her other festival that's coming up in September, I believe, and I'll link it in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 117. It's called the Black Tina Festival. Another awesome dance production that hopefully I'll get to see as well. So with these 10 performances all around hip hop dance, different perspectives, different styles, I wanted to let you know about what I got from each one of them. Every time I go to these performances, I get a different perspective in terms of not necessarily really critiquing the technical aspect of it, although I do notice certain things, but it's more what I get, the questions that I think of, and the other things that it spurs thought on in terms of life, dance, and business. So the first one, I'll go with the titles on each one. 
The first one was called I Function, I believe, and it had these light up sneakers. One thing that I remember from this now, because this is a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> some of the details, even though I wrote notes on it, is a little fuzzy. But it goes to show that you remember the things that you want to remember. And so I remember these light up sneakers that I thought were really cool. But what I remember most about this performance is that I felt the energy of the dancers come up after the masks were taken off their face. They were they kind of remind me of the masks that um, the Jabberwockies wear. Maybe it was supposed to be that way that they were hiding. But once the masks got off, I loved seeing their expressions and I loved seeing their and feeling their energy. And I thought about how maybe there's masks that people are wearing that hide energy and hide the true essence of who they are. And I think we've all had to deal with that at some point or the other where we feel like we have to have this barrier. And so that's what I felt with uh, this first performance. Number two, the joy of friends. I found it to be very gestural, which I identify with because I found <laughs> for myself that when I was working on choreography projects, I'd used a lot of gestures for that time. I don't know if it would be that way so much now in a different element, but this one reminded me of what you would see in a hip hop dance competition. Not that that's bad, but they followed a formula to me and formulas are good. Formulas work. Formulas work for not everything, but I still enjoyed it. But it really reminded me of something that you would see in a hip hop dance competition. Number three was called Shut It Down. All I wrote down was I liked the immediate energy. I don't have any other notes on that. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I, I, maybe I can find a video or something on it and review that again. Number four was a piece called You Needed Me. This was memorable because it was intense. I felt the meaning behind the movement. There was humor. There was an element of surprise. There was variety because there was the contrast of music and spoken word and uh, the use of the entire stage. I thought they used the stage very well. I felt everything in this one. I was talking to someone after the show and this person had told me, well, they followed this other performance, they kind of copied it. And I thought, well, I haven't seen the other performance, so I had nothing to compare to. But I enjoyed it because I felt everything. They had me engaged because they used different elements of artistic expression, including dance. And when they danced, I felt the intensity. I felt they gave 100% to each of the movements. So I really liked this one, but it was very intense. Number five was called Call It What You Want. I loved this one too. It was groovy. There was swag. I felt the energy and it's, and I loved the choreography. It was, I felt there was a really good balance of ease and effort. And this goes back to what I was talking about in the earlier segment about what teachers have told me about muscling my way through movement. And these guys were incredible. I love the choreography, love the way that they grooved. There was so much groove throughout, but it was very enjoyable to watch. So this was also one of my favorites. I felt the energy, but not in a very in-your-face way. It, it drew you in, drew me in. The sixth piece was called Shaman. It was the only solo, I believe, of the night. And I felt that there was just one quality throughout the performance, the quality of movement, although it was beautiful. I think if there was the added element of breath, I think it would have added something else, even if the movement, movement quality didn't change, but adding that breath might have added something else. Number seven 
was called Vibe, and I really love this one, too. This was all female. I believe it was choreographed by Rhapsody James. I had not seen her work. I've heard of her, but I'm not really familiar with her, but I loved it. I thought the women were amazing. Love the way that they moved through their transitions, the formations. They were, it was really wonderful to watch. I, I liked that in comparison and contrast to number five, the call it what you want, which was all guys. And they had that swag and that groove. And these women were strong and precise, but also groovy and powerful. I loved it. The ninth performance comprised of two different performances by Antics, who I love. I have a a special place in my heart for them because I got to interview the artistic director, Amy Campion, and she's on session number 76, The Beautiful Struggle of Running a Dance Company, which I encourage you to listen to. And then also a dear friend of mine, Emeroy Bernardo, who I featured twice on this podcast. He's on session number 12 and session number 35. Now, this guy is someone that is not afraid to fail and to go for it. He's done a lot of different things in his business and his life and has gone through different challenges and picks himself up and just continues on. So he is very much the representation of an entrepreneur who knows how to hustle. (laughs) So anyway, I got to see him perform with Antics as he is a company member of that dance company. And I loved the energy. They brought so much energy. And I really loved how the skills and the styles and the personalities of each of the dancers is different. And they weren't trying to conform or be the same. I really feel like that works very well for their company. And the transitions, the wow, it was really enjoyable to watch. And I really loved how they got the crowd going. They really involved the crowd. And it was called the two numbers they did were called House of Funk and Crop Circle. So if you get a chance to see them perform again, I would highly recommend that recommend it. I know that they're going to be doing several performances throughout the year around the Southern California area. So if you get a chance to see them, I highly recommend them. So in reviewing all this, I thought once again, how thankful I am to see these different styles of hip hop come to life, people's interpretations and their perspectives being put on stage, dancers putting everything, their heart, their soul, their everything into what they're doing, whether I understand it or not, whether it might have been my favorite or not, doesn't matter. I totally respect the dancer and the artist that puts themselves completely into their work. And I felt that with this production of Shut Up and Dance. I would love to continue our conversation and get to know you better in my private Facebook group, The Dancepreneuring Collective. If you would like to join, just send me a private message on Facebook or send me a message via email and I will be sure to add you. I really look forward to connecting further. If you found this podcast helpful or any of the other sessions helpful, I would really appreciate a rating, a review for you to subscribe on either iTunes, Stitcher Radio or Google Play. That way I can continue improving the podcast as well as get your name out on a future session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Until next time, I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I really look forward to talking with you again soon. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette 
at AnnetteBone.com. This podcast copyright by AnnetteBone.com and Dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.